WVOW Local News, now. Domingo County Roadway closed after two tractor trailers crashed today. I'm Aaron Stone. The West Virginia DOT says the crash happened on U.S. 119 near 22 Mine Road intersection around 1 o'clock this afternoon. Officials say the saddlebags punctured on at least one of the trucks. More than 100 gallons of diesel fuel spilled across the roadway. Northbound lanes are currently closed. WVOW Logan. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, surgical podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary, Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. West Virginia Attorney General's office announced that a representative from that office will meet with Southern West Virginia residents this month. Mandy Thompson, the Consumer Outreach Compliance Specialist with the Attorney General's Office, has events planned in Gilbert, Hamlin, Yeager, as well as many others. It was supposed to kick off today with an event at the Chamber of the Two Virginias in Bluefield. That's been postponed due to the inclement weather, and it will happen tomorrow now, between 11 and 1 o'clock in Bluefield. For more information, call Mandy at 304-993-9106. Man wanted for ramming a vehicle into a police cruiser during a high-speed chase last week has been arrested, according to the Wayne County Sheriff's Department. Wayne County Sheriff Rick Thompson says the suspect, Sean Reisner, was arrested at a home in Fallsburg, Kentucky, by the U.S. Marshals and the Lawrence County, Kentucky Sheriff's deputies. Wayne County Sheriff Drug Enforcement Unit said last week the suspect was known to be an alleged trafficker of drugs and was already wanted by authorities. According to the Sheriff's Department, deputies stopped the vehicle Reisner was driving, at which time he allegedly rammed the deputy's cruiser, then sideswiped it. Deputies said Reisner drove off going north on West Virginia Route 152 from Dunlow after allegedly hitting the cruiser a second time. Deputies said they eventually gave up the pursuit, but Reisner is charged with felony fleeing, felony destruction of property, as well as possession with intent to deliver methamphetamine, pseudofedron altered, assault on a police officer, and prohibited person possessing a firearm. He was also wanted on a parole violation. The Bureau of Justice Assistance gave $1.75 million in grants to Marshall University to create a forensic training center for digital and genetic evidence. The Law Enforcement Training Center in Forensic Sciences will provide free forensic science education to authorities. Specifically, the center will offer technical training for forensic genetic genealogy cyber forensic tools. The Forensic Sciences Center will also function as a center for Marshall's Institute of Cybersecurity and build data for forensic laboratories in Huntington and throughout the state. Marshall says the Forensic Sciences' modern training will be an important asset as more crimes are solved through computer evidence and DNA technology. Recently in national news, both digital and genetic evidence identified Brian Koberger as the suspect in the murder of four University of Idaho students. Bureau of Justice's assistance grants extends through March of 2024. The project includes partnerships with the West Virginia State Police Forensics Laboratory, Mount West Community and Technical College, and the West Virginia Intelligence Fusion Center. The Vehicle Inspection Bill and Senate Bill 254 
taken up in the House Technology and Infrastructure Committee, changes the annual inspection to biannual and raises the sticker price from $3 to $6 to reflect that. Total price, including the sticker, would go from $14 to $19. The sticker is currently $11, which would put the new total at around a cost of $17, but the Senate added $2 to account for inflation. New policy and price would take effect in 2024 if made into law. Governor Jim Justice says he's willing to negotiate with senators over his proposed 50% personal income tax over three years. House of Delegates overwhelmingly passed a bill reflecting the tax cut proposal a couple of weeks ago. The Senate's Republican majority has been more than deliberative. Asked on Metro News Talk Line with Hoppy Kershaw today if he would be willing to consider other incarnations of the tax cut. For example, a cut rolling out over a longer period of time or a 30% cut that would stand until it's clear if the state's on solid financial ground, Governor said. I would say, okay, let's sit sit and figure this out. I mean, without any question, I'm open to anything like that, Hoppy. But I really, truly believe one thing and one thing alone, and that is we should be putting our taxpayers' dollars back in the pockets of the individual taxpayers. Governor's been on the road to promote his proposal of an initial 30% tax cut, and then 10% over the following year, and a third year of 10%. Today marked day 22 of the regular 60-day session. The West Virginia University men's basketball team fell to the TCU Horned Frogs Tuesday. Final score 76-72. And high school boys basketball action, Chapmanville went over Wyoming East 60-47. Scott lost out to Charleston Catholic 61-56. Pipestem Christian Academy defeated Beth Haven 86-39. And Pikeview outlasted Midland Trail 74-71. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Today it's a little bit on the colder side, only about 38 degrees. Any morning precipitation will slide on by. Again, any slick spots will get a chance to melt in the afternoon, 38, and then we'll drop back down to 28. Thursday, we could have another little round of freezing rain or rain, but that's going back up to about 44. So you can see, even if we do have that, it's only briefly in the morning. A little rain, that'll roll away. Then we're drier and colder for Friday across the coal fields. Only about 32 to 34 for the afternoon high, but at least the sun is coming back. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.